If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Monday morning. Hey, guys, it is coming to an end here in 2020, and I hope you guys finish out strong, finish out big, get that W. You know what I'm saying? Hustle, sparkle, hustle, grow. Sparkle, hustle, grow. Get it. Um, anyways, uh, hey, guys, I just want to say drop by our website, www.averagefellas.com. You can see a lot of stuff there. You need a small website. You need a simple website or like a podcast intro. I got you. I'm a freelance uh, freelance web guru, so hit me up. Anyways, uh, a lot of cool things going on there, www.averagefellows.com. All right, so um, today I have a really cool guest. Um, we tried recording this interview yesterday. Unfortunately, I couldn't save it. <laughs> there was some audio hiccups that I had in it. I've been having a lot of these lately. Um, so hopefully tonight we'll go, uh, or this morning, <laughs> this morning, sorry. It's going to go a lot better. Um, so without any further ado, I'd like to bring on my guest, Deanna, small business bank specialist. How are you, Deanna? Yes. <laughs> What's up, Zach? I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm doing I'm doing great. Well, it's good to hear from you yet an- again. <laughs> <laughs> we get to talk twice. I love it. Yeah. It's a blessing I mean, in disguise. It is. It is. You know, so you and I were old friends. We grew up in the same neighborhood and stuff. And um, I decided recently that uh, I wanted to start a business. And uh, it just so happens that you happen to be somebody sort of in the business uh, industry, but on the banking side of it. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. So I do deal with a lot of business owners on a daily basis. Awesome. So obviously I've thought, you know, like who better to bring on to the podcast than a, you know, a business banking specialist person, right? That's me. (laughs) Um, So can you, can you give me a, uh, give me a general overview of your experience in banking and your official title? So I've been in banking for about six years at two different financial institutions. And then so part of my job as a personal banker, small business specialist, which is my full title. I also do other things on the side, but that's my full title. Um, Part of my job is to listen to clients and understand their goals and what means most to them. Um, So that way I can kind of tailor solutions is what we call it um, to meet customer and business need okay okay. i I have to understand the products that we have to offer and also understand what it is client is looking for out of their financial institution wow cool i mean i'm trying to figure that out myself too i've tried to put together like a little bit of a website that offers my solutions so i I get what you're saying (laughs) i get get it i get it i get it um anyways uh so you know, for someone like me, I'm starting a business and I applied for my LLC. I ended up getting it. It's in the mail. So I know we ran through this a couple times already, but, mm-hmm. um, but I applied for the LLC okay, and I got it. Well, I got a confirmation email. Okay. I got the confirmation email after I did everything. And, um, they said that I was getting my paper actual, um, you know, actual document, you know, 30 days after payment. 
you know, so um, that's kind of what's in the air right now. I know we that was just several. That was two weeks ago. I literally got. I think it was like the second. Second was I got a a confirmation email in the second. So for someone like me, I'm starting a web based business basically, and a I guess a subscription based business, very small. Um, but I I I do know that I can. Uh, I guess, you know, I know that these services are marketable and that people are interested in them. So if there's somebody who wants to start a business um, and you go through like, you know, getting an LLC or something like that, can you maybe give us, give me a, a, maybe a list of those different sort of um, licensings that you can go through to structure your business? Yeah. So you can essentially apply to be a sole prop. So sole proprietorship which how I explain it, it's pretty much like an extension of yourself. The, the business title of the sole prop is your name. You use your social security number as a, the EIN, um, whereas the LLC, which is the one you have, is a limited liability company, mm-hmm. um, which is its own separate entity with its own separate EIN. So an EIN would be a entity identification number. Um, and having it kind of separate like that protects your personal assets if you get sued. So if someone tried to come after you for whatever reason, they can only go after the business assets. They can't now extend out and try to take your house or your wow. car or whatever. Um, there's also corporations, which is going to be for kind of larger companies that have a whole board of directors. They've got the CFO, CEO. They've got multiple stores, multiple employees. So it's going to be more of a corporation. Um, the last one is a partnership agreement, which is literally what it means. So it's a written or verbal agreement between two or more people. Um, those are mainly used with like law firms. So you've got Howard and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson and right, Johnson. Right. So they make this kind of agreement to work together. So um, can you go for the EIN one more time for the listeners out there? Those of us who don't know anything like myself. <laughs> You want me to explain what the EIN yeah, is can again? Yeah, you, can you hit that one more time, please, just so we can we can kind of get some, you know, knowledge bombs. Yeah, so, no, the EIN is a entity identification number, which is pretty much like a social security number for your business. Right, okay, cool. So when it comes down to tax time, you know where, you know where it goes and who's cl- claiming it. Right, okay, cool. So for me, this is why... To me, I don't know. I, I don't know. I may have, I'm not sure if I got the correct licensing or not as far as going to the LLC route. I think I did, but only because, I don't know, I applied and I got it. So, you know, what's it? You can I, literally do whatever you want yeah. <laughs> as a business owner. Like, you can do whatever you want. You can do sole proprietorship. LLC is always the safest bet to go, safest way to go, because um, it protects your personal assets. Um, I know it's a little more expensive to apply to be an LLC than it would to be a sole proprietorship, but uh, better safe than sorry. So, um, Anyway, so you, so the EIN number, so, so is the, I don't know, l- l- let me know if this sounds smart to you or not. So for me, it would be easier for me to put up simple, you know, like PayPal, um, I guess, uh, put up PayPal buttons on my website for maybe certain services or even use PayPal to invoice my clients, right? And have them mm-hmm. use their debit, credit card, whatever it may be to pay for the services, right? Directly send that over to my bank account, right? So that way I never have to touch the dollars and 
that way account it could I think it'd be way better or easier to account for dollar bills that way you know absolutely and it separates it for you you can have it automatically go into that business account so that way when that at the end of the year you know exactly what was for what right exactly so for me as a small business I don't know I want to sort of streamline everything and I thought that would that, that's kind of why I want to set it up this way so that way build out the website build out these <clears throat> you know, whatever the services are, whatever, be able to send invoices to them. And also the, also the, you know, the things that I'm going to put on my website for sale, they'll be able to pay through it through there. And that way it just goes directly to a bank account. Now, mm-hmm. I guess that leads me to our next question. Um, bank accounts. Why wh- um, are there different kind of accounts for small businesses? Absolutely. So there's a bunch of different types of accounts, just like there's a bunch of different type of businesses. Um, It's just going to depend on what it is you're looking for out of this account. So we have like a like our like the institution I work at, we have this basic account, um, but it comes with built into the account merchant services, which is a way to accept card payments directly into the account, which a lot of times when you kind of bundle your services place, you tend to get added benefits or discounts. Okay. All right. So that, I mean, that's something you have to look into, right? So, um, you see, so you mentioned you, you got to shop you, around. You got to shop around. So, I mean, gotta I, shop around. speaking of shopping around, what are some pitfalls that um, small businesses should look out for when trying to establish that, that account or even finding that account, the business account? Uh, so what I see a lot of, uh, business owners doing that is their biggest mistake is, uh, rushing into things or waiting to the last minute to do things Mm -hmm. instead of doing your proper research. Like you would with your own business and products, you do research before you start selling that product, correct? Right. So before you start doing that, you want to do research on what you want financial institution to do for you. Because it's a business. We're a business too. Right. We want we want your business. Right. Exactly. So yeah. <clears throat> so I, guess, I mean, I guess you know, like, like you said, just knowing what you need when you go to a finance financial institution. That's like obviously that's for me. I've, I, I'm obviously I'm asking the question because we're on a podcast and I, you know, I think this is valuable information to share with people. Um, but also some of these things I just couldn't, I didn't even, you know, I would have never thought to think about, you know, obviously thinking about what showing up to the bank and, you know, knowing what you want, I would have just showed up and be like, Hey, what do you guys do? <laughs> and that's what happens a lot. And a lot of people kind of get pushed around that way or they get um, stuck in something that doesn't really work for them or their business. Right. So, you know, you talked about, you know, maybe getting stuck in something that doesn't really work for them. Uh, what, so what would you recommend for the person who, uh, for the person trying to find the right bank? Uh, what is the, what is the two things that you would place on like the highest priority as far as like for small business services that they should offer as far as a banking institution? Like if, you know, some banks don't offer these things, what would you as a banking professional or, you know, recommend saying they should offer these for small businesses? 
I would say like merchant services is the biggest one. Like that's super useful. And a lot of business owners end up outsourcing essentially and going through a third party like PayPal, like PayPal. Okay. where they tend to take a, not only a percentage of the transaction, they also charge you a fee for the service. Right. Okay. So a lot of times people get kind of screwed over that way. They don't know. They don't ask. They don't know. They don't. I, well, I didn't know. So now that you're telling me about that, that sounds like something that I need to start incorporating. Maybe I should look into once I open this account for merchant services, Sorry. because I, I do use PayPal and they do, they do charge a, a, uh, a transaction fee. So, um, you know, if I can, if I can find, if I, you know, if, if my bank, if my bank can offer me a better rate for the transaction, maybe they probably won't even do transaction fees. You know, that's probably. They one... definitely do. It's still a business. Okay. Okay. So they <laughs> don't give you everything for free. Oh, it's still man. a business. But a lot of times, like I said, when you bundle things, it's, it's either lower or you get a discount. Right. Okay. Right. So that's something we should, that small business owners look into, look into your bank, see if they have yeah. those merchant services and if you can get a discount for bundling extra services with that you know with those things you want to think about what it is your business needs and what you want so like the biggest kind of thing for businesses is cash flow yes some people need same day funding some people don't need that as much so it's kind of figuring figuring that out well, that was, you know, I was going to, I was going to ask you about that. So, um, sometimes, you know, I think, well, last time we tried to record this episode, I asked the question, I said, what are some, can you give me an example of people with that, you know, services that they need to be prepared to ask questions about prior to, because if not, what if they show up, they open an account and then they don't get those correct services. Right. So same day funding, can you kind of talk about that and highlight that real quick for, for us that don't know what it means? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, same day funding is pretty much when someone does get like purchases from you that goes directly in your account that same day. A lot of places like uh, I'm assuming like I don't really know what PayPal does, but I know it does take some time to get into your account because it's a third party. Right. If you deal with your bank, a lot of times they can just put it in right now for you. Wow. Which would be useful for some businesses that need to make purchases or buy products or whatever they need they need the funds now essentially right exactly well speaking about speaking of funding speaking about needing 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 funds now um so do banks lend to small businesses or medium-sized companies like what's the deal on unlending for small businesses i understand that we're all kind of like looking for some sort of funds because of covid but Yes, they um they do do loans. They do do mortgages if you want to buy the the building that you're in. Um, like I said, it is really tough right now <laughs> because of COVID. So banks are a little less likely to lend right now, um, especially for new businesses trying to start up because they are at risk. Right. <clears throat> and at risk for the bank is they're not getting their loan back. Well, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. So, you know, for us, for a business, you know, that's, that's, that's starting up and say they, what, what do you think's a good, like a uh, time period to be able to look at your, maybe your, obviously your, not necessarily cash flow, but like, you know, look at, look at your revenue, um, before looking for funding. Like what, what would you, do you have an idea about that? 
So that's going to be tricky because th these are the questions that I ask when people are opening the account. And a lot of times people haven't even really started selling products yet or mm -hmm. doing anything. So they don't have an actual annual revenue. Um, I just ask for an estimated amount, which is usually in brackets. So anywhere between zero to a million, a million to 250, like it's brackets that way. So if you're a small right. business, you're usually under a million and it's an estimated amount. Right. So you know you don't know but once you get are established with the bank and you start making that revenue and we start seeing that coming in that's when the bank's like oh okay you can loan out to them usually it does take some time i always say like three to six months maybe even longer it's totally up to the bank and when they don't think you're a high risk anymore okay okay well that makes a lot of sense so yeah i mean obviously it would it would be in your favor to you know, <clears throat> keep your eyes on your revenue, try and track your revenue as best as you can as a business. You should, if you're a small business owner, like we're, you know, you should, every nickel and penny counts <laughs> these days. Um, that's one, one of the things my uncle had mentioned in a, in a previous podcast. He said, leave no stone unturned, you know, like don't, you know, don't just step over. I heard that, <laughs> you know? And uh, so for me, like that means exhausting every, every competitive edge that you have as a small business, you know, like, and even asking all the resources asking that you your, can obtain, you use them. Exactly. Exactly. Because right now it's, you know, I think that's going to be the difference between those who survive and those who don't, you know, the people who don't learn how to adapt and try and carve out, um, I guess a, you know, a little piece in the market, you know, competitively, cause you have to like every person is trying to do this. Not every person is trying to do the same thing, but you know, you're, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I want to generally give... speaking. Yes, they are trying yes. to do the same thing. They're trying to gather consumers, customers. They're yes. trying to gather large cash flows. They're trying to save time. They're trying to save money. They're trying to get certain things out of their financial institution. That's all the things that every business is trying to do. Exactly. So I, I just, I just heard something like, Oh, there's over something like, I think 25 million businesses here in the U S I don't know, something crazy, some crazy number. So you have the number because I looked it up today. It's actually 30, 30 million small businesses Wow. that employ 50%, almost 50% of the um, American people or of the people. Wow. <laughs> so wow. majority of it is small businesses and they impact the economy greatly. Y'all hear that small business owners out there? Keep fighting the fight. I'm, I'm just saying, man, you guys need every, y'all are holding it together. Edge. You need every competitive need edge. Exactly. Hold it together, man. And, uh, well, so, you know, for me, I, it's just, you know, that's why I wanted to talk to you. Cause I thought that not just for myself, but also for those people out there that maybe, I don't know, there's somebody who's starting off like me and there's somebody who's ahead of me. So those people who are starting off just like me, I hope this is valuable to you. And I hope that, that you that are listening, that this provides some sort of, uh, you know, just opens your mind to possibilities. Cause like I said, overturning every stone, you know, and investigating every nook and cranny. I know you like to play video games, right? D. Yes, I do. So my, my wife introduced me to this concept called completionist kind of stuff where mm. she would play this game called Earthbound. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. Okay, it's this game that took place like in the, I don't know, 90s or 80s. I don't know when it came out. It's not her favorite <laughs> game. But she became a completionist at it. She knows where every single chest and secret is in this game. She knows like how to like 
you know, kite every enemy in the game. Like she's got to get all the boxes, get exactly. all the coins. <laughs> exactly. And so the my 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 thought when my uncle said, "Hey, leave no stone unturned," is. Uh, you know, be a completionist. And when you're in business and you're trying to, you know, carve out a little bit, a piece for yourself, you got to leave no stone unturned. You got to be a completionist. You know, you got to investigate. You say that and it I, it makes me think of Zelda. You know what I mean? Like right. you hit a random rock or you <laughs> dig a random hole, you find like blue gem. A, you have to kind of do that and you find interesting things that might be useful. Right. So if you don't do that, then you're never going to find it. Exactly. So you know, we were talking about borrowing money and stuff. Um, can you can you maybe talk about um, the difference between a stronger business, I guess, credit profile and a weaker business credit profile? Is that something that you run into as a small banking professional? Uh, it is something I run into, definitely. Um, so with newer with newer small businesses, it's harder to determine what your credit is going to look like because the, the the banks go off of not only the business credit but the personal credit especially as an llc because it's a, its own separate um entity so right. it goes off of the business credit and the owner's credit so it's the combination of the two and it's almost like a it's you, you gotta try it at some point <laughs> right so i don't I, the last time we tried to record this episode i told you i dug myself out of a gosh what am i i'm gonna be 32 wait am i th- yeah. So I think <laughs> I was 20, I? I was like 21 or 22 at the time I bought a motorcycle. This is the dumbest mistake for those the of you ninja. guys. Yeah. Those of you guys who are 20 somethings out there, young and dumb, I know you're out there. Cause I was once one of them. Don't go buy a brand new car thinking you're cool or a brand new motorcycle. You're not. Okay. Unless you could pay for the entire thing out cash. Don't do it. Not worth it. <laughs> but I made it. I made a few credit mistakes in my life. But I recently, though, reached the 700 Club again. So woo, I'm, back, I'm, back up, I'm back up there. <laughs> That's good. It took almost 10 years to get back to the 700 Club. But I mean, I don't know. I'm an average fellow. So it took me a while to to figure out how a thing worked and how, how I can get it moving. Right. So um, but we're back at the top. We're close to the top. And, we're you know, we're keep keep moving that direction. Um, so. Uh, a couple, I got two more questions here, but what are some, I wish I should have known that things that small businesses should ask their local banker? I would say features, features that the bank offer offers you. You want to remember, you want to save time because time is money. Right. You also want to save money because money is money, but you also want your financial institution to work well with your business right so if they're not offering you something that you need don't settle you wouldn't settle in uh, in an, any other situation move on to the next or ask questions like okay well how can we make this work then because i want to do business wow so yeah. coming in a little more prepared i would also say another mistake that i see a lot is not being prepared so not being prepared for the future a lot of people, a lot of business owners come in, I need this and I need this now, but they're not remembering, okay, so what if, you know, something happens, you get a bad batch of product? What happens if something breaks? What happens if all your employees quit? You want to have some kind of safety net, right. be it a savings account, be it some kind of like business loan that you just have kind of sitting there not using. You want to have some kind of safety net. So a lot of times I see people kind of being very... Um, 
on the spot with things and not thinking about the future. Wow. So putting your ducks in order, get your ducks in order. <laughs> yeah, beforehand. <laughs> beforehand. beforehand. Uh, um, <clears throat> man, I was going to say, I was going to ask you a question. I think I met, we, last time we mentioned something about, oh, that's right. So, um, so for me, I, so I, I'm, right now I'm going to start off, I'm going to offer one product, one physical product, and then I'm going to offer services. Now, all three of these are not related things. They're all different things. And I mentioned to you, I said, you know, I want to build out this business, but I have one license. I have one LLC and I should have thought about, you know, maybe looking into naming it something else compared to the other two services that I provide that have nothing to do with podcasting. Well, I mean, somewhat. So I, you mentioned the term DBA. Yes. So can you kind of, can you give me a little rundown of what that is, what that means real quick? And then, yeah. Totally. Okay. So DBA is uh, doing business as a fictitious name, assumed name. So that's something that your business, you can have one business that kind of operates under different names. So your consumer doesn't get confused on what it is your your business does. Wow. You don't need to apply for another LLC or sole proprietorship and have multiple things kind of going on. You can have it all umbrellaed under one. Under one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which makes it easier for you when it comes to business time and also makes it easier for your consumers because a lot of times people get confused. Like, wait, is this like a, like, do they counsel or are they selling coffee? What is like, right. what is it? Sometimes people get confused and to kind of establish that and make it easier for not just for you, but for your consumers to understand what it is you're doing. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So I think that's probably maybe a step I would look into, into maybe obviously a little a bit more into the future, but, um, if your coffee thing explodes, yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's, so then I would only, I would still funnel everything through my podcast license. That's why I'm doing everything underneath my name, you know, but then I would do doing business as average fellows coffee or something, whatever it might be. And then that would then, that would all get funneled over into the average fellows podcast tax information, right? Correct. Okay. Just just so that way those people out there listening, just so you kind of get an idea of what of, of what I'm what's happening. Anyways, uh let me see here. What else do I got here on the list of questions? Um, do you know of any other additional financial resources uh for small businesses? Maybe not necessarily a bank, uh, but any other ones? Yeah, dude, investors. A lot of people do it. There's investment clubs out there, like literally just waiting to give small businesses money. <laughs> um, it's it's almost like a Shark Tank, but a little less intimidating because <laughs> it's probably like your grandma at a, at a nursing home with all her friends that have all this money and they don't know what to do with it. Wow. Um, it's also kind of just good practice for you selling yourself and your business because that's something you're going to have to do every single day, especially starting out. You have right. to sell yourself. Sell your business. Why are you better than this competitor? Why do you want that? Why do they want to buy from you? And that's the same with like, if we're going to pitch yourself to an investor, why do they want to give you money? Yeah, that's true. Oh man. So, well, speaking of giving people, people giving money, our, our, our friend uh, just recently received, you know, a lump sum of money for some funding. He did a, a, a social media campaign and won, uh, you know, I'm, a sizable piece of change, you know, any small business would love to receive that money. You know what I'm saying? So for someone who maybe just, you know, all of a sudden was given a lump sum, 
Uh, what would you recommend for some, they don't have a business account. They don't have a business license. They were given a, just a lump sum of funding. Like, Hey, we want you to run with your idea. Boom. First step. If they're not, if they don't have the business set up, they definitely want to put it somewhere and leave it. Do not touch it. Once you start touching it, it's now your money, your personal money. So when it comes to tax time, you have to include that. If you're able to put it somewhere, leave it, not touch it, set up your business, move it over to the business. When it comes to tax time, you can go, look, this was for my business. It went in and we put it into the business. I didn't touch it. It wasn't touched by me. Yeah. Wow. That would be, that would be an option for them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause <clears throat> I mean, at that point, well, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't even know yet. So, <laughs> I'm still kidding. Okay. I, well, w- one day when someone decides to hand me a bag of cash to fund me, <laughs> then I'll. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, well, congrats, That'd be nice. congratulations to those guys. I really wish them the best of luck. That's awesome that they were able to, you know, pull that off. You know, uh, let me see here. Any more questions that I got for the small business specialist? Um, <laughs> so. What about, what about, so those people who are at a, they are, they're at a bank right now. They're not, they're not, um, they're not necessarily in love with the services that they got there. Uh, so what's the, what's the, what's maybe like the, uh, what's that look like to transition from one business account to another? Is that a difficult process or is that possible? It kind of is a difficult process because you have once, especially if you're established and already kind of putting stuff in stuff is coming out it's kind of a pain in the butt because now you have to move all that over and you have to take your time to now switch everything also because like i said you want to save time right and if you're taking up all this time to switch over because you didn't do research beforehand that's going to cost you money wow wow cost you money (laughs) (laughs) snap on that man oh man that's so I, I, you know, I really think the highlight of today's episode is to do the research, you know, uncover every stone, investigate every nook and cranny in your financial institution before, you know, booking the gig with them. Yeah. Utilize all of your resources. (laughs) Take advantage of it. If you don't know, ask, don't just do. Exactly. Hey, so, um, So you're a Twitch streamer, is that right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm actually probably gonna hop this. You're gonna what? I'm gonna probably hop on after this. Also, uh, where's my follow, Zach? I yo, didn't see I'm you. following. Average Fells is following. I don't know my Twitch account anymore. I don't know my own Twitch account. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> look it up. I gotta look it up. But Average Fells is following you. Okay. But I will definitely look it up. Okay. yes but in case you're not following me i'll give you my twitch name again it's ddw93 so it's spelled out d-e-e d-e-e the word double the u 93 wow that's my twitch my twitch stream i also make oh my gosh let me show you this really quick so i've been making my own little like resin dice those are cool. With some D&D gameage. Wow. Did you stream that? Yes. I, I did, actually, uh, like two days ago. Wow, that's super cool. So that's, that's kind of something I do on my, my stream, too, sometimes. Um, 
I don't have like a platform to sell them on yet. Um, but my housemate, it's all his, it's all his shit. So he actually has an Etsy, Vibe and Art 44. Um, we do custom stuff. I help make it just because it's a load of fun. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and I get to play in his extra resin. So. Wow. That's awesome. That's super cool. Hey, so what kind of things are you streaming? Um, so right now I'm really just playing like Fortnite <laughs> just for some fun. Um, I'm really honestly waiting for my PS5 to kind of get a little more games and get a little more into it because my PS4 is so old it can oh barely gosh. handle running Fortnite. it's it's crazy loud you can hear it in the background of all my streams <laughs> that's funny that's the same thing on mine i don't i just play, I, I once in a while i'll play on the, i play on the the switch every now and then but i will have to uh i will have to check out your your streams um hey guys once again uh thank you so much for listening today uh my my guest today d also a twitch streamer um why don't you uh, hit us with a sign off Oh, I get to sign up. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It was a blast. If any of y'all ever have any questions, feel free to catch me on Twitch. I answer questions. Last time we streamed, we talked about all kinds of fun stuff. We talked about cryptocurrency. Hey. Um, we talked about some conspiracies. Like, I'm on there. I'm here to help. If you guys have any questions, hop on my stream, ask them, I'll answer. For sure. Awesome. Hey guys, once again, thank you for listening to the Average Fellas Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Zodi Zach. Uh, catch us on our website, www.averagefellas.com. Peace and love.